must be presence, God, in your presence, Lord. Your presence, Lord. Oh, your presence, That's Lord. all we need, Lord. an encounter with your presence. May our catching moment not pass us by. May we be super sensitive any point in time. All we ask for, Lord, not just tonight and not just here, but throughout our entire life, that, Lord, your presence will always be with us. Joseph was down in Egypt was sent down to the jail and in the prison but the Lord was with him there and Bible said that when his time was due his word was tried in the process and when the time was due because your presence was with him he was elevated to where destiny was for is your presence if there is anything that you would take away from us, Lord, not your presence. They can take the world from us, but Lord, not your presence. Let them have everything, but not your presence from us. Because your presence brings restoration. It brings healing. It brings an undefinable joy. It brings an unregrettable experience. Lord, all we need is your presence from tonight throughout. No matter what happens our way, no matter what comes our way, all we are saying is that your presence, your presence. Can you lift up your voice and pray 30 seconds in the spirit? Building up yourselves in your most holy faith. Praying in the spirit. Bless 
bless your word tonight bless us jesus blessed and mighty name bless somebody shout me a believing amen amen take your seat in heavenly places as a royal of the lord Matthew 11, 29 and 30. Matthew 11, 29 and 30. He says that, let's start from 28. He says that, in fact, from verse 27, we'll make a lot of meaning. Matthew 11, from 27 all the way to 30. Why do we come to church? And what do we get when we come to church? From 27, when you hear all the testimonies, it must let you know that there is something supernatural in the church. Amen. Yeah. There is academic knowledge in school. Amen. You don't need to be, you, you go to school and then they are teaching you and then you say, wow, I'm surprised that they are teaching us here. You, you, some people will think you are crazy because we are supposed to be taught in school. Praise the name of Jesus. You go to the hospital. And then you see doctors, you see nurses, you see medic medicine, and you go like, wow, I'm super surprised that there is medicine and doctors here. They will go like, let's find something for this guy before we lose him. Hallelujah. Because that is where you are supposed to see doctors and nurses and medicine operating in their full capacity. When you come to church, there is something in church. You got to understand it. And it is called the supernatural. Praise the name of Jesus. So when you come to church and then you, 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 you hear testimonies, you see things happening, you got to understand that that is what is supposed to happen. Rather, if you go to church and then you don't see a change in your life, you don't see the manifestation of the power of God in your life, you should be rather surprised. And you should rather question yourself and, and say that, why, why, why? You see, it must be something that must bother you. Why is it that I'm going to church every now and then, but I'm not seeing any change in my life? It must worry you. You must not go to church and you see a change and then you are surprised. Whoa, why is that this change? Hey, look at the testimonies they are sharing. Something is wrong. But rather when you go to church, you are not hearing the manifestation and the move of the spirit. It must burden your heart. Lord, what is happening? What is going on? The days of John Wesley and co. When they were riding on horsebacks. They were not driving the cars that we are driving. They were not riding the Harleys, the David, the David Harleys bikes and stuff that we are riding. But there was eruption of the supernatural. Why? Because they understood what it was to be together like this. One will put a thousand to flight. Two will put ten thousand. Three will put hundred thousand. Four will put one million. Count the number that we are here. And see what, what chaos we do to the devil when we meet together like this. And that is why the devil will make sure he can give you anything but to gather together. And listen to me. It was only when Adam and Eve were separated that the devil took advantage of the weak link. It was only when there was a separation. When you watch the animal kingdom and lions are looking for one deer 
for their lunch. And they see a flock of deers congregating at one place. They won't go there. They won't go there. Even though they are very strong than the deer. Once they are together like that, they would then not go there. They will start rowing. And sometimes they will start parading around them. The, most, the stubborn deer that will say that, hey, let me leave the congregation and go my way. Each one for himself, God for us. So he becomes their lunch. When you depart from the church, ladies and gentlemen, there is trouble out there. Eh, man of God, what you are saying, eh, to some extent I understand. But there is a lot of filth in the church. Many people are hypocrites. Many people are this. That is why we came to church. If we were perfect, we would not be here. We came so that the Lord would heal us. It is a spiritual church. It's a spiritual hospital. So stop telling us that if we were correct, would we be in the church? Jesus, they said, and hey, why are you eating with uh, publicans and sinners? He said, that is who I came for. He said that the, head, the heel doesn't need a physician. Amen. The church is like modern day Noah's Ark. And Bible said, remember what the Bible said? He said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in our days. In the days of Noah's Ark, and I always give this scenario, all the animals were inside. Connor, they were pooping, they were peeing. Nobody was going out. Oh, you want to do everything the way you carry your dog outside. We all do it inside. Man is doing it. Woman is doing it. Animals are doing it. Birds, mosquitoes, they are all doing it. Nobody was bathing. So you can imagine. 40 days. If you don't bath for two days, you yourself, you surprise yourself. You realize that you are surprising yourself. For two days, your body will be itching you. 40 days, they were inside. Can you imagine how uncomfortable it was? But Ophelia, it was the safest place on earth at that time. Even though it was very uncomfortable, it was the best place for life. Out there, when they, where they had, in quote, fresh air and all that, they were dying. In the same way, that is how the church is. And the church is this. The church is that. I, the last time I even heard a pastor has done this. I even heard a, 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 a deacon has done this. That is why I don't trust these church people. Stay there, you are dying. The only life available in the end of days is in the body of Christ. You can't do anything about the truth. You can fight it, but you can't win. Hallelujah. So, please, brothers and sisters, anytime you are coming to church, come with this mentality. That I, and I said something in the sniped video that uh, 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 our producers have produced. You see, the church is a service station. When you were coming to church, what did you say you were going to? You said, I'm going for church service. Because we have to be serviced. Yeah. It is a church service that is supposed to service us. Hallelujah. So when we come, look at what he said. Jesus speaking here. Follow me, Christopher. He said, oh, I love your response. All things are delivered unto me of my father. How many things? All things are delivered unto me of my father. And no one, no man knows the son but the father. Neither knoweth any man the father except the son. And he to whomsoever he will reveal it. Somebody say reveal it. So there is a place that the son reveals the father unto. Those who want to know. Or those whom he want to. And then he was going to tell us the place. Minister Christophe. He said come unto me. All ye that are, that, 
that labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. So anytime we appear in the presence of the Lord, there is a level of rest he gives us. Sometimes he doesn't do it overnight. Sometimes the Lord has to take time to bring us to a place of rest. Just like he did for the Israelites. Bible said that there was a shortcut, a, a short route that the Israelites could have gone through. In seven days, they would have been on the promised land. But the Bible said that the Lord took them through the wilderness to harness them, to train them, to empower them. When you go to the military, it's not because you have passion for the military and then you pass, then they give you a gun. No, you end up killing yourself. They take you through the rudiments, the training. Praise the name of Jesus. And Bible said that, and they came out harnessed. They came out refined. They came out empowered. So here the Lord is saying that, I will give you rest. And then he says that, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Somebody say, learn of me. Most of the times, that is the portion that we don't like. No, 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 no. God must be a one touch. No radar God. This kind of learn of me something. Who became a, who became a doctor by growing gray hair? No. You go to school. Four years, five years, six years, seven years. Learning. Learning. Is it not just a shot that you are coming to give us? But you have to learn seven years. Praise the name of Jesus. You got to go through the rudiment. The Lord says that I am going to give you rest. But come and learn of me how to maintain your rest. And then he said, for I am meek and lowly in heart. And you shall find rest. So our rest in life is a product of how much we learn from the Lord. And the rate of arrival at your rest in life is dependent on how fast you learn. Amen. Amen. Don't you know that there are some people who repeat in class? Not because they are stupid, but their learning rate probably was low. So they have to keep learning. So sometimes we are repeated at a certain place in life until we graduate from there. The Lord said, the way I want to bless you, this mentality that you have about money, this mentality that you have about other people, this mentality you have about people who have made mistakes, if I give it to you, it will destroy you. And God is not unrighteous to tempt us with evil. So he will not give you what you are not ready for. So you read Galatians chapter 4 and verse number 1. And he started saying something from Galatians chapter 4 and verse number 1. He said that now I say unto you that the heir, as long as he is a child, he is not different from a servant. He's talking about you and I. He said as long as we remain children. As long as we decide not to, we are learning from him, but we are not growing. To grow means that you learn, you practice it. You learn, you apply it. You learn, you use it. You learn, you engage it. That is when you grow. You don't grow by age. You grow by doing. Sometimes you look at somebody and you say, how old are you? The person mentions the age. You say, no, 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 no. You don't look your age. Your, the things that you do, the way you think, the way you behave, is older than your age. Uh-huh. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, he is not different from a servant, though he is even Lord of all. But verse 2 says that, but he is put under tutors. 
he is put under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. The time appointed of the father is when the father knows that you are ready for the blessing. Look at verse number three. Even so we, when we were, when we were children, we were under the bondage of the elements of the world. So if we do not come, but when the fullness of the time was come, God sent his son, made of a woman, made under the law. Verse five says that to redeem them that were under the law. So if you draw back into it, there's a problem. Amen. Hallelujah. Please, is somebody here with me? So, it is important that any time we come or we appear together like this, we are eager to learn of the Lord. Lord, what is it this time? Because, you know, every time we go for service or any time we meet in the Lord, it is one step upon the other. We are taking steps. So, every day, we are growing one step, one step. So, Lord, what is the step for today? And tonight, I'm talking briefly about avenues of kingdom fruit bearing or kingdom fruit bearing avenues. The Lord wants us to bear fruit. The dominion scripture that we read, the Lord does not support idleness in life. In fact, brothers and sisters, everyone that the Lord used or the Lord called or the Lord empowered or the Lord strengthened or the Lord made a destiny out was somebody who was engaged in something. Nobody was idling around. And Jesus, wanting us to understand this principle, started from the book of, let's go to our dominion scripture, Matthew chapter 20. And let's start from verse number one. And he says that, the kingdom of heaven, our calling, this is how our calling is like. He said, our calling is like unto a man. That is a householder, an owner, which went out early in the morning to hire laborers into his vineyard. So when the Lord called us, he hired us into his vineyard. If that was all, the woman of God, if that was all, then the day you became born again, you should have died and gone to heaven. Because that is the ultimate. Why is it that you are born again and you are still here? It means there is a reason why the man wants you to be here. Hallelujah. Please, uh, uh, do you understand it? If the ultimate, if the only, if the only, if the only reason why the Lord made us born again is so that we'll be in heaven, then the day we became born again, we should have gone. Because we are born again now. So, what is next? Let's go. But there is a reason why Fatina, the Lord kept you here. And the Lord kept you here so that we will bear fruit. Our profitability unto God is a product of our productivity. How productive you are determines how profitable you are. How productive you are determines how profitable you are. And it determines your value before heaven. There are people that are poor towards God. And there are those that are rich towards God. It's all a matter of your productivity as far as the kingdom of God is concerned. Bible said that when he had agreed, with the laborers for a penny a day, he sent them into his vineyard. Verse 3 says that, and let's keep reading verse number 3. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle. Somebody say idle. In the marketplace. Engaging in many, 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 many things. The marketplace is a place of business. Please listen to me. It is a place of commerce. It is a, a place of transactions. 
Many people on earth are busy. They are, I'm talking about believers. They are busy in the marketplace, but they are idle. Because the reason why the, listen to me very well. The reason why the householder was looking for them was not because of the marketplace. It was because of his vineyard. But here the people were saturated in the marketplace. So many believers are concentrating in the marketplace. Whereas the real reason why he got us is to be in his vineyard. And so we are in the marketplace. We are not seeing the blessings thereof because in the marketplace he will not agree with you. Give me the verse number three again. Look at the verse number three. In the marketplace you will stand idle and when you stand idle he will not agree with you on your wage. Verse number four. The next verse. And he said unto them, Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right, I will give you. So your going into the vineyard, your service to him, releases whatsoever is right. Sometimes we want whatsoever is right, but we are not going. We are in the marketplace. Lord, I want to just remain in the marketplace. I just want to be the best businessman the earth has seen. That is not bad. It is good to be in the marketplace. But the number one reason why he called us is so that we'll be in the vineyard. And then when we are done from the vineyard, then we will come to the marketplace. Hallelujah. Verse number five. Look at the fifth verse. Again, he went out about the sixth and ninth hour and did likewise. And verse six says that, and about the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing idle still. And he said unto them, why are you standing here all day idle? Why are you spending all your time in the marketplace? You are idle in the sight of the Lord. You may be productive to the world. You may be productive to Assyrian. You may be productive to where you are working. But you are idle as far as God is concerned. And that is his heartbeat. He says that about the 11th hour, he went out and then found others standing idle. And he said unto them, why are you standing here all day? Are you going to spend all your life in this without doing anything for me? Verse number seven. Then they said unto him, well, no man has hired us. We have always the excuses. Well, Lord, I don't think I am. People have seen me. I don't think I fit there. I am not a person who talks a lot. I am not a person, a people person. Sometimes that is the word they use. I'm not a people person. You know, I'm the shy person. I am an introvert. I don't like, but this same introvert, go and see him at his workplace, at the marketplace. Idle to God, but busy in the marketplace. Hallelujah. Using all the talent. But remember that everything that the Lord gave you was first for him before it is for the world. So, started talking about the fact that you have to remember that the reason why the man wants you in his vineyard is because he has already put in you what it takes to be productive. If you are not productive for God, if you are not rich towards God, it is not that God has not given you what it takes. Like the people were saying, nobody has hired us. Everything that you need is in you. Praise the name of Jesus. We also said on Sunday that 
to be productive before the Lord is a choice. It is not a calling. You must, you must intentionally decide that I am going to be productive. Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And then we also realize, number three, that to be productive, I mean, when you are productive, you, it makes you, your productivity makes you profitable. And your profitability determines your value system as far as God is concerned. Hallelujah. Hey, let me ask one question. Emanis, <laughs> if you were Hezekiah and the Lord sent a prophet to come and tell you that put your house in order, you are coming home and you have to bargain for your life, what is going to be your productivity value? Because the reason why in Isaiah chapter 38, Fetina, the man Hezekiah bargained for, 30, uh, for 15 more years. 15 more years, Connor, was because when the prophet came and told him, and the prophet turned and he was going, he said, thank you, man of God. The word that you have given me, I know that you, the Lord sent you. He said that I should put my house in order. I'm going to die. He turned his face to the wall. You know the prayers he prayed? He said, Lord, remember the things that I have done for you. The way I restored orderliness in the kingdom, the way I restored the priesthood. The way I did this. The way I did that. The Lord said, ah, Hey, I sent you. Go and tell him that I've reversed. I've reversed the verdict. Because the guy's value. And then he said that, When I go down the grave, can I continue to do this? The Lord said, you have a point. The Lord said, I raised my hand. Listen, sometimes eh, we say that. We say what is written is written. You can change the verdict against you. If the verdict is against you, you can change it. Yeah, by your reference point, what you have done becomes your value system. It generates your value system. When you wake up and then you are running for rehearsals, you are running for service, you are giving, paying your tithe and doing all that. Do you know what you are doing? You are building a reference point. Sometimes doing it is so hard and so difficult, and so painful. But you know what? You say to yourself, I'm doing this not out of law, but out of love. I love the law so much. I love the law so much. You say that. You say, I love the law so much. And that is the reason why I'm doing that. It is recorded in heaven. One day in the book of Acts chapter 9, we will get there. There was a woman that was called Dorcas. The woman died. The people say, everybody can die, not this woman. They say, why? Then all of a sudden, the widows came. And they began parading the things that this woman had done. There are people who when they die, everybody will pray that you won't die. Ora Roberts had a massive heart attack. He was playing golf. And he had a massive heart attack. And then he passed on. Now when he passed on, he said that all of a sudden he saw himself in a very beautiful garden made with handcrafted mahogany fence my goodness he said i have never seen any beauty like this he's watching us right now from heaven and he hears that i'm talking about him and then he said i have never seen anything as beautiful as this never and then the flower when you step on it then it gives a sound you know beautiful sound and see he he said i've never seen anything like this and then all of a sudden he said I saw like a city at the horizon. Very beautiful. Extremely beautiful. Glittering. It's like a golden city. And then he said, he started running towards it. He started running towards it. 
And all of a sudden, he had some supernatural strength in his legs. So he was running. And all of a sudden, he felt some heaviness as he was running. Now, it's like something was drawing him back. He said, what is this? What is that? Just before the guy will enter, I'm talking about Papa Oral Robert. Before he will enter to the city gate and enter, he heard, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And then, he entered back into his body. When he entered back into his body, he was in the emergency ER. And they were reviving him. Now his wife is called Charlotte. So Charlotte was standing by the bedside. In the name of Jesus and other men of God. In the name of Jesus, you will not die. You will not die. When he opened his eyes, everybody will think that the first thing that he will say is, Whoa, Charlotte, thank you for bringing me back to life. When he opened his eyes, he said, Shout out! What have you done? What have you done? Hallelujah. Amen. We are going to a beautiful place. Oh. I'm telling you. He said, his own testimony. He said, Charlotte! What have you done? <laughs> now, why didn't they allow him to go? They said, no, 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 no. This man has not finished his job. They started praying. You won't go. The man was running. In the spirit, he was running to the sea. They said, we won't let you go. Amen. But there are some people too, if they start coughing, everybody will be praying, Lord, it is his time. It is her time. It is his time. Oh, he will not be healed. She will not be healed. Hey! Your value system. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. You see, I'm trying to let us understand that it is not just about going to heaven, no. There are things that we have to do that will improve our relevance before heaven. Hallelujah. I pray that we will all be so relevant that even when we want to go, people will say they will not let us go. Say me a believing amen. Hey, you see, and as I'm preaching, eh, Pastor Charles, like I always say, put you, understand that in the Bible, every one of us is expressing and living a part of the Bible. Every time. Every time. So you ask yourself, which one? Oh, I said that there are three areas that we can bear fruit so that we'll be relevant before God. Three areas. Three areas. And I said the first one is bearing spiritual fruit. Becoming productive spiritually. To be productive spiritually means three things. Number one, when you begin to bear the fruit of repentance, not regret, you repent totally. What does it mean to repent? Now, the word pent means the top, okay? When you go to a big hotel, the penthouse is the top, is the topmost, okay? Now, so when you repent, it means that you are here and then you get back there. A change of mind. Do you understand? Now, so... The Lord wants us to remain there. He doesn't want us to be there for one day. And then we come down two days. And then we climb up again the next day. And then we come. No, 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 no. He wants us to be up there. Because the life of the just keeps shining. When you read Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18. He said, but the path of the just keeps, is as a shining light. That keeps shining. That keeps shining. So I must improve upon my today. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. That is why Van Dyke, as a believer, your today is better than your yesterday. And your tomorrow is better than your today. 
As a believer, we never have the good old days. We have the good, better, best. So I'm expecting better tomorrow. I'm expecting the best next week. You will not be confused in Jesus' name. You will not enter into shame in Jesus' name. Because your good days are here. And your better days are coming. And your best days are reserved. Your tomorrow will be better than your today. And your this year will be better than last year. Stop thinking that eh, you wake up in the morning. You say, hey, how are you? Say the same old story. Brother, stop that nonsense. Which same old story? You are a believer. You are a born again. The path of the just is as the shining light. Notwithstanding what is happening around you, understand that your path is as a shining light that keeps shining more and more. Somebody say more and more. Unto a perfect day. Stop saying the, old, the same old story. Meet somebody, say, brother, how are you? He said, I'm blessed. He said, I'm empowered. He said, I'm loaded. He said, sister, how are you? He said, I'm beautiful. He said, I'm shining. I'm unstoppable. He said, I'm unbeatable. Let the people that you are saying need to take offense. If they don't greet you again, it, they won't pay you. <laughs> Hallelujah. But understand that the path of the just is as the shining light. And it shines more and more and more unto a perfect day. Listen, and our perfect day is when we go to be with the Lord. So until you check out from this body, every blessed day of your life must be better than the previous one. That will be your story in Jesus' name. I can't hear a believing amen in the house. I don't know if I am preaching in Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. Uh-huh. So, the fruit of repentance, you keep going up. And that spiritual productivity. And then the fruit of soul bearing. Soul winning. So, that is the heartbeat of God. When I finish with this series, I'm going, to make, I'm going to do a series about pleasing the Lord. One of the things that pleases the Lord is souls. Anyone that is a soul winner. No. You are, you, let me tell you something. One of the things for longevity in life is soul winning. You, you just write it. When, I'm, when I get there and I'm teaching, you understand. One of, the, one of the medication for longevity. How many of us want to live long and enjoy the blessings that God has for us? Yeah, I want to. The, the medication for it is so winning. It is the heartbeat of God. God will keep you if you are a soul winner. And then I said that the third aspect of spiritual productivity, which I didn't talk about, which I'm starting this evening, just some few things here, is the fruit of kingdom advancement prayers. I'm not just talking about prayers. I'm talking about K-A-P. Kingdom Advancement Prayers. Where your prayer life activates the heartbeat of God first before yours come into play. Kingdom Advancement Prayers, I said that they are prayers that advances the kingdom of God on earth. The kingdom of God on earth. Connor, when you start praying and your prayer is loaded with souls, 
your prayer is about your brother. When people see uh, uh, things and then they are complaining about, the first thing that I ask them is that, have you prayed about it? Because, the reason why you saw it and I didn't see it is because God is telling you that I want you to do something about it first. Never complain about anything that you have not prayed about. I don't really like the life of the brother. No, his life is not correct. Have you prayed about it? Have you prayed for him in your closet? Why did the Lord make you see that his life is not correct? So that you go on your knees. Father, I saw brother Nikki. And the way he was living his life, it doesn't glorify a believer. Please help him. I saw sister Akosia. Please help her. I saw brother this. Please help him. Stop talking. Hey, brother, come, 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 come. I told you that the church is not healthy. You will not believe me. Come back. Have you heard the news? Say, which news? Ah, are you the only stranger in the church? Have you not heard the news about the sister? Have you prayed about it? Why did the Lord make you see it? So you pray. Why didn't I see it but you saw it? So you would do something about it. Because to whom much is given, much is required. The Lord gave you the privilege of seeing it. I didn't see it. Do something about it. Much is required of you. Hallelujah. So you begin to pray. You see something that is not going well about the kingdom. Let it be your prayer topic. You add one day fasting. Maybe you pray two, three times. You are not seeing any change. Add fasting to it. Hey, listen to me. <laughs> when Jesus came down, I think Matthew chapter 17, 21 or 21, 17. One of the two. Where Jesus, it's not part of my scripture. But I, I pray that you find it. It's around that place. Where Jesus was talking about the guy that... Um, convulsed and then the disciples prayed and prayed and prayed for him and nothing happened and then they brought the guy to Jesus and when they brought the guy to Jesus, Jesus prayed and the guy got healed and then the, the disciples Kendra, the disciples came to Jesus and they said master and Jesus said now nah, good 17 good that's powerful now from verse number 20 and Jesus said unto them because of your unbelief start from verse number 18 for me Matthew 17 from verse number 18 then Jesus rebuked the devil and he departed out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Verse number 19. Look at the scripture very well. Then came who? Tyre. Then came who? The disciples to Jesus in secret. Now follow me. And they said, Master, why could we not cast out this devil? So Jesus is speaking to who? Okay. And what was the answer that Jesus gave them? And Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a master seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hands and, and go yonder, or remove from here and go there, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Verse 21. Verse 21. How be it, this kind does not go out, but by prayer and fasting. Watch me here for a minute. Sheila. Jesus was not talking to the person with the problem. He was talking to the people that he had made to see the problem. That must administer solution. And Jesus was saying, to you that must bring the solution. There are some kind of troubles in the people that you have seen. That you are talking chabi chabi chabi. It doesn't come out by talk. It comes out by prayer and fasting. So sometimes you see a problem. Don't talk plenty. Fast. 
you set the Wednesday aside, which is, of course, our general church day of fasting. This church, every Wednesday we fast. If you don't know, you have been eating, repent. <laughs> Hallelujah. Every Wednesday we fast. Every Wednesday is our covenant day of fasting. So help a brother to help a sister to help another cousin. Hallelujah. In case on a Wednesday, the brother says that, brother, I wanted to have a treat for you. Tell the brother, brother, today is Wednesday. It's our covenant day of fasting. So let's help ourselves. Jesus, talking to the people that have seen the problem, he said he didn't talk to the person with the problem. To the disciples. Sometimes the things that the Lord has caused us to see, we pray and we fast about it. You got to do that. That is kingdom advancement prayers. Sometimes you see issues cropping up. You begin to pray. Father, praise. all our prayers that we pray in this house are kingdom focused prayers. All, and they are all dictated by the Lord. Our corporate prayers. All dictated by the Lord. Couched from the scriptures. Hallelujah. Prayers that advances the heartbeat of God. Praise the name of Jesus. You pray about issues. You pray for souls. See that some people are not well established. Father, establish all new souls. All new converts. People that have given their life to Jesus. The devil will go after them again. Bible says that in the book of Matthew chapter 12. And reading from verse number 44. There about, he says that if a devil moves out of somebody. He goes to parade. He will surely go back there. So what do we do? We pray kingdom advancement prayers. Lord, please establish this brother. Please establish this sister. Let her not backslide again. Let, we don't just celebrate when people give their lives to Jesus. That is the beginning of a job. That is the beginning of a vineyard labor. When the master told them, go into my vineyard, what did he tell them to do? go and do? One of them is kingdom advancement prayers. You begin to pray. Lord, in the name of Jesus, some of the, your church is supposed to be made up of sheep, but some of them are goats. They become a sheep today. Tomorrow they are a goat. Lord, make them complete sheep. You begin to pray. You begin to pray. You begin to pray. One day you see them and, and they, they, they will be standing here. They will say that ever since I came to the ministry, my life has been changed. And you will be sitting down and you say, you have no idea the prayers I've been praying in my, in my closet for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see the brother dealing with some addiction. Comes to tell you, sister, I have a problem. Please help me. What is your problem? My problem is that I can't help the alcohol. I am born again by the alcohol. The spirit is still contending with me in my bedroom. You don't carry it out. Hey. When you see them all on the stage, don't think that all that glitters is gold though. Don't think that all that glitters is gold. This brother said this and that and that and that to me. No. The Lord will curse you. I'm telling you. What do you do? Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, we rescue this brother out of fire. We rescue this sister out of this dungeon. Please help that lady. And then you begin to pray kingdom advancement prayers. Kingdom advancement prayers. When the disciples told Jesus, teach us to pray. Look at the way he couched a prayer outline. Go with me to the book of Matthew chapter 6. And let's start from verse number 9 to 15 quickly. Matthew 6. 
Now, when you start from verse number 8, they told him, they said, Master, teach us to pray. And then he said, verse 9, after this manner, somebody said this manner. So it is a pattern. It is not a full prayer. It is a pattern. Pray after this manner. After this pattern, pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Now, this talks about thanksgiving, praising, adoration. You start your effective prayer, first of all, by thanking God. Lord, thank you for all that you've done. We are so grateful for the gift of life. That's why when you come on the prayer line, the moment you come on, everybody is praying. What are we praying? Thanksgiving prayers. Everybody is remembering what the Lord has done. Now, five things that you thank God for. The things that God has done. The things that he is doing. The things that he is yet to do. The fourth one is the thing that he will not do. Because sometimes not answering us is an answer. And then number five. For the things that he prevents from happening. Do you know the many accidents that were couched for you? Emanis. And then you drove and then you got home. I'm so tired. You just went and then bram. He just lied down. He didn't even say thank you, Lord, for carrying me through this. There was an accident there. And sometimes, even in the accident, the Lord preserves your life. Hey, I saw Dickness Sharon's car and the accident. And the Lord told me she was not supposed to be alive. She was not supposed to be alive. She was, there was no way she was supposed to be alive. Yeah. So you thank him for the things that he stopped from happening to you. Sometimes we have eaten. Did you hear what Paul said? Give me Romans chapter 8 and look at verse number 35, 36 and thereabout. We will come back to Matthew 6 verse 10. But look at Romans chapter 8. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall this? That verse number 36. And then for uh-huh, as it is written, for thy sake we are killed all day long. Somebody say we are killed. How many times in a day? How many times, Pastor Charles? All day long. So every blessed part of the day, somebody is trying to murder you. Whether sickness, whether hunger, <laughs> whether shame, whether this, whether that, whether that. Sometimes you make your do your makeup nicely. You are driving your car. Somebody sees you, the person is angry. You have not done the person anything. No. The person is angry. We are killed. He didn't say we, we are attempted. He said we are killed all day long. We are accounted as if for the slaughter. Verse 37. Look at that. Nay. Somebody say nay. Why? In all these things, we are more than conquerors. Look, look, look. Through him that loved us, not because we are skillful drivers. Not because you exercise every day. Not because you have a treadmill in your house. He said, even though we are killed daily, we are more than conquerors. We don't die. We cannot die. Because there is somebody who loves us. And it is by his love that he prevents all the killing day long. You will be the, the strangest child on earth to think that everybody that smiles with you loves you. When Jesus himself said, a man's enemies are the people of his own household. No, no, no. You'll be the greatest child on earth. But the reason why we don't die is because 
in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him, not by our skill, through him that loved us. So you lift up your voice. Father, thank you. So thanksgiving can never be enough. Thanksgiving can never be enough. Never say that, ah, we are, every day we thank God, every day we thank God. Every day, don't you brief? Okay, keep thanking God as you are briefing. Can you stop thanking him? No, no, no. This, watch, watch. Listen to this thing that I said. Keep thanking God for the air that you breathe. Can you stop thanking him? Because the moment you finish, Father, thank you for the air you gave me. Thank you for the air I'm breathing. Thank you. Because you are still breathing. You, so let that be the parameter and know that you can't stop thanking God. Thank God. So he says, Matthew chapter 6 and verse number 10. He says that, start by saying, Matthew 6 verse 10. You said that our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You bless the name of God. And then the second part is kingdom-focused prayers. Don't just start prayers and say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, today if you don't appear in this house, everybody will sleep without food. Don't do that. Bible says that we pray, Eunice, and we don't receive because we pray amiss. We don't pray according to pattern. This is the, examin the, the examiner's question. Describe this black chair. So when you enter into Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee, you see many chairs. Some are black. Some are green. The green ones are more than the black ones. And then the green ones contain this and that and that. By the time we finish, two pages of paper, you have wasted it on green chairs. You are talking about chairs, but you are talking about the wrong chair. Many people are praying, but they are praying amiss. Because the pattern, the pattern, the pattern, the examiner's question, we are not answering it. When you have finished thanking God, then you go, your kingdom come. Lord, remember this sister. The other day, the sister sent me a text that she's sick. Father, remember her. Father, remember everyone. Remember all the instrumentalists. Lord, remember all the media. Sometimes they have glitches. Help them, Lord. Anoint their hands. Father, help my pastor. That every day, give him fresh manna for the church. Don't you know that what your pastor preaches can take you to hell or heaven? You don't know? You think this pulpit is just worse. It is spirit and life. When you read Ezekiel chapter 2 and verse number 2, that is why you got to be careful where you hear words from an altar. Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 2, he says that, and the spirit entered into me as he spoke unto me. And verse 3 says that, and he set me on my feet. So the words that you say, John chapter 6 and verse number 66, Jesus said, the words that I say unto you, they are life and they are spirit. We don't preach letters. We preach spirit. So you pray. Father, tomorrow as we have Sunday service, as my pastor is preparing by now, Lord, help him. Father, open his eyes. Father, open his mind. Father, speak to him. Give me a direct word from you. You begin to pray kingdom-focused prayers. The man comes everywhere. The woman comes everywhere is on point. And then you know that the word is working on you. Kingdom-focused prayers. Let thy kingdom come. Hey, Lord, I've been wearing this wig for three months. 
Lord, can you help me change this wig? Sister, the moment you deviate from the pattern, now, as you are praying, the devil will be giving you mind, mindset. Then the devil will be telling you, this wig that is three months, and you are going to pay tight. Because you didn't pray according to pattern, so the devil is also helping you. He said, my friend, go and buy the wig. Change it. After all, your appearance is better than. Then the devil begin to confuse you with scriptures. Praise the name of Jesus. If somebody is quietly sitting by you, you just watch the face of the person. Don't say anything. When I talked about tight, hallelujah. You don't say anything. You just watch the person's face quietly and, and then turn. Say me a believing amen. Hallelujah. Thy kingdom come. Matthew 6 10. Thy kingdom come. The least thing that some people are angry. So he said, Lord, help this person. This anger problem, help this person. Listen, let's read a scripture before I come back to Matthew chapter 6, verse 10. Colossians chapter 4, verse number 12. Colossians chapter 4, and verse number 12. There was a guy who was a member of the church. His name was Epaphras. He was a member of the congregational. Because look at what Paul said. <laughs> but like, Epaphras. Who is what? Oh, come on, help me. Who is? Uh-huh. So Epaphras was not a, a, a member of another congregation. Epaphras, who is one of you? A servant of Christ. What made him a servant of Christ? He salutes you. Always laboring fervently for you in prayers. Epaphras was not a pastor. He was not an elder. He was just one of them. But his duty was that, Lord, let the church be on fire. Let there be souls. Lord, every Sunday, fill all the chairs. By the grace of God, even weekday service, we are almost, look at it, we are almost full. But you pray, Lord, the few chairs that are empty, Lord, bring souls. Lord, bring souls. The people that we have invited, the people Sister Ebony has invited, Father, touch them. Most of the people, eh, some of the people that share testimonies here, one day, this lady invited some people. When they came and they were sharing testimonies, one of them said that, that day, I just, I, did, I don't know what happened. I was just there. I said, I have to go to this church that Emanis has invited me. I have to go to this church. I have to go to this church. She called Emanis. She said, can you come and pick me? Emanis was even surprised. She drove there. She was more ready before even Emanis got there. Because the Lord visited her and said, today you must go. She came. She had an encounter. All her problems ceased. Her tearing ceased. Her back pain ceased. Meanwhile, she was looking for solution outside. Listen, anybody that must be saved, that is not saved, something is restraining them. Bible said that, he said that, if anybody goes into a strong man's house, he first of all has to disarm him before he can take his goods. If you see people that are not born again, you are trying to invite them. Something is stopping them. They don't know. They don't know. How many of us, let me do a survey. Before you ever entered into a, a certain church, they asked you, come oh, come oh, you say, I'll come. 
They said, are you coming today? No, not today. He said, okay, come and pick me next week. The person came there. He said, you know, I, want, I really, really wanted to go. But something has happened, so I couldn't go today. But I will go. Eh, 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 how many of you are like that? They, they kept on. God bless you for being frank. Yes, you, you. I know. I know the story. Hallelujah. And you, I know the story. Hallelujah. People invited them. Let's go. He said, I'll go. Sometimes service time. Then they are nailing their nails. Hey! Hallelujah. One day, the Lord went and gave them knocks. They came to church. They, they came and they have never left. And sharing testimonies. So anybody who is not getting the opportunity to be there, something is holding them. Don't fight them. Pray them in. Lord, save this person. Lord, set this one free. Lord, release this one. Your husband is so stubborn. You have done everything. Pray. Pray. If you don't go to church today, we will not all not eat here. We will all either you stay here or we go to no, you pray. Pray the person. Lord, anything, every sticks that they have broken into his ears. When the word passes here, it enters through. The, I seal it in Jesus' name and begin to pray. Sometimes if you have the person's picture, you use it as a point of contact. You use the person's your, the person's something. Something. Kingdom focus prayers. Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Jesus Christ, salutes you. Always laboring fervently. I am in the book of Colossians chapter 4 verse 12. Always laboring fervently for you. June. That two things will happen. Two things will happen. Crystal, that you may stand perfect. And number two, that you may be complete. Many people are perfect, but they are not complete in the things of God. Prayer is what will bring them to perfection. Praise the name of Jesus. Now go back with me to the book of Matthew chapter 6 and verse number 10. He said, Thy kingdom come and thy will be done in the earth. What is the will of God? Souls. That all, what is the will of God? That all may come to the saving knowledge of Christ. So, you start praying. You thank God. I'm telling you about kingdom for God's prayers. You begin to thank God. After you have finished thanking God, then you say, Lord, you begin to look at the problems around. That is why, you see... <laughs> So one day, I told somebody, I said, you have to pray. He said, Papa, when I start praying, after five minutes, my prayer is finished. I said, hey, what kind of prayers are you praying that five minutes, your prayer is finished? When I start praying, I'm even, I, 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 you see, anytime I'm, I'm going to pray, I, I, I have to prepare. Because when I start, I don't know when I'm going to finish. You are praying, you want to finish, the Lord said, Remember Marita. Remember her. Remember her that she may be perfect and stand straight before the Lord. I begin to pray. He said, remember your wife. Oh. Remember this one. Remember this one. Remember this one. The reason why you can pray and finish praying is because when you go, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, my wake, number one. Number two, my shoe. Number three, my pajamas. And number four, let a beloved locate me in church. Lord, in the name of Jesus, as I'm going to church today, let somebody locate me. 
So you finish, you are, pray, you, are, you are finished praying. But if you are praying, Lord, remember Ramon. Lord, remember Madiko. Lord, remember Elder. Lord, remember uh, Setuchi. Lord, you won't finish praying. You pray until you get to a place and say, Lord, commercial break. <laughs> he said, Lord, give me commercial break because the list is too long. How come you pray, Ophelia, and you are finished? Have you stopped briefing? Have you finished briefing? So how can you pray, Minister Dockers, and say that I finished praying? One day, somebody came for our Friday prayers when we used to do the four hours. Pastor Charles, you remember? Hey, we will pray four hours non-stop from six to ten. And when we finish, I'll give exhortation. I'll give our attempt to give five minutes exhortation. We can take about some time. Hallelujah. Hey, we will pray and pray and pray. One day, somebody said, ah, I hear that Friday prayer is very powerful. I will come. I said, sister, come. She came one day. We didn't hear from her again. <laughs> when she came and she was praying, I saw that she was tired. My goodness. She prayed and, uh, hey. and I could imagine her saying that, when is this prayer finishing? When is this prayer finishing? Because when we are finishing, then another topic comes. Ayo, yeah, yeah. Ayo, yeah, yeah. Lord, help this one. Let's pray for the church. Let's pray for this. You can't finish. The Lord has to stop you. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody say K-A-P. Kingdom Advancement Prayers. And listen, I am preparing a prayer bulletin. Eh? It's about almost about 100 prayers, 100 prayer points with scriptures. And we will share for everybody. You can't finish praying. Kingdom Advancement Prayers. Prayers which when you pray, you become red. Hey, do you know that do you know that it's not everybody who calls the president that he picks? Yeah. There are some people, no, 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 no. This one, what he's going to say, I don't like it. But there are some people too, when they call the White House and they say, this person is calling. The president will say, put him on the line. Put her on the line. There are some people whose voices are rich in heaven. Yeah. When heaven hears the knock of your voice, Kayoba, yeah, Kayoba. The Lord said that. Which one is that? They said, Pastor Jemima. He said, let it come. Let it come. Let it come. Why? Because Pastor Jemima will be praying for anti-vice. Will be praying for this woman of God. Will be praying for this woman of God. Will be praying for this. But your own. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I have asked you that give me this thing. I have asked for seven times, Lord. I'm not getting it. In the eighth time, if I don't get it, I'll advise myself. In the name of Jesus, I just came to give you warning. I'm going back, Lord. The Lord said, please, I beg you. I'm having cabinet meeting. I beg. I don't want any interruptions. Keep this prayer out. Amen. Kingdom advancement prayers. When you pray and your prayer makes you valuable before God. You went to the workplace. You saw somebody using cursing words. Don't say that this place is full of devils and demons. That is why the Lord sent you there as an angel of light. Lord, the words that they are using is not comfortable. Please help. Please help. Please help. You pray. You keep praying. One time you go there. Instead of hearing cursing words, you say, praise the Lord. And the person will say, hey, what did I just say? Then you know that your prayer is working. Kingdom-focused prayers. That child is a vagabond. Pray kingdom-focused prayers. Lord, in the name of Jesus, 
Bible says in Psalm 122 that the seed of the righteous, the seed of the upright will be pure. It will be perfect. The seed of the upright. My children will not go wayward. You, 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 you tie your stomach with fasting in the name of Jesus. Every devil arresting my child. This, that, you pray them. They will be there. The Lord will give them a knock. Like the Lord did to Saul. Ah, listen. Saul was so dangerous that even when God came to tell Aeneas, the, the chief priest, that uh, uh, one of the priests, one of the pastors that Saul has been converted, go and pray for him so that his eyes will say, hey, no, 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 God. You don't know the person you are sending me to. I am here on earth. You are in heaven. Let me give you account of Paul. That was how bad and dangerous Paul was. Everybody was afraid of him. Nobody, hey, going to talk to Saul about Jesus Christ. No. People were running away from this guy. He was killing. He was killing. Look, do you know what arrested Saul? It was the prayer of Stephen in Acts chapter 8. When they were stoning Stephen. And then while Stephen was dying, he was praying kingdom advancement prayers. He said, Lord, lay it not to his account. Otherwise, if you lay it to his account, the devil will finish him. Count it not against him. And then he said, I see the heavens open. And then he went to be with the Lord. The next chapter, chapter 9, Saul was on his way to Damascus. The prayer was ringing in the corridors of eternity. He got to a place. Boom! The Lord said, this is your time. You won't cross this line. Kingdom advancement prayers. Many souls are there. No soul will be saved without first of all kingdom advancement prayers for them. Pray for them. Pray on your street. Sometimes just do a drive on your street. Why did the Lord place you there and didn't place you at another place? And ladies and gentlemen, you see this handsome young man sitting here? Ramon, he's my next door neighbor. My goodness, I pray. I pray. I say, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, enter into the house of Ramon. Start with him. Arrest him. Very soon the rest will follow. Say me a believing amen. What am I saying? Everything that you want to get, you can get it through prayer. Not knowing that his mother was also praying. He said, Papa, I'm praying. I said, let's join prayers. Because whatsoever two of you agree on earth, as touching it together, and you shall ask the Father, it shall be done. Look at this powerful man of God. You drive on the street because it was not accidental. That the Lord placed you there. In fact, if you care to know, even when you were searching for a place, that was not the first place you went. But somewhere, somehow, the Lord gave you that place. Why? There are people in that apartment complex. You may not be able to talk to them, but you can pray them into salvation. Pray them into salvation. Hallelujah. You drive on the street. You pray, Lord, visit them. Lord, visit them. Lord, visit them. They may not change in your presence, but your prayer will change them where they have to be changed. Maybe your prayers may not even bring them Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee, but it will take them to somewhere and then they will be changed. Say me a believing amen. So kingdom advancement prayers. Matthew 16, look at that. He said, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now look at verse number 11. Then he started with us. So when you have given thanks, praise the name of the Lord, celebrated the goodness of the Lord, then you pray the will of God. Souls, 
Souls. Souls. Let the gate, let the gates of the city be open. You pray souls into the body of Christ. When now you have finished, and there is some time, then you say, Lord, now as I sign off, as I try to sign off, remember me in my this, my that, my job, my this, my academics, my this, my that, my that, my that. Then you pray that as the third section of prayers. When you have now been rich towards God, God will be rich towards you. Now look at the next, the next one. Give us this day our daily bread. And then you now go into your soul. And forgive us our trespass as we forgive those who trespass against us. Now you are praying for your Christian life. That Lord, let it be solid. May I be somebody that can forgive. Yeah. Do it. You, you, you begin to pray. Lord, help my soul. Help my soul. Sanctify my soul. Sanctify me. And then look at verse number 13. And then you wrap up. But uh, uh, Okay, you are still about you and about your soul. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Then for yours is the power. You begin to command the devil. Power doesn't belong to you. For yours is healing. Healing, that, healing doesn't belong to the devil. For yours is breakthrough. For, your, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. So you end your prayer with celebrating the goodness of the Lord. Lord, I know that all the prayers that I've prayed, you have answered. I know that none will go wayward. Verse 14. Let me see what it says in verse number 14. And then he said, Amen. No, verse number 13. He said, Amen. So kingdom advancement prayers. Kingdom advancement prayers. Paul prayed for the church of the Galatians. In Galatians chapter 4 verse 19. He said, my little children, in whom I travail, Sierra. He said, in whom I travail, Galatians 4 19. Until Christ be formed in you. You are the leader of a department. See that some people are becoming recalcitrant. Pray for them. Pray for them. If you keep talking, they will give you a headache. Because the more you talk, the more they will intentionally decide to headache you. So what do you do? Father, in the name of Jesus, this person, please, take his, heart, take his head. What is inside? He said, nobody knows. But you alone know. Please take it and give him correct one. Then you begin to pray. You begin to pray. You begin to pray. All of a sudden, they become conformed. All of us, when we started, we have not arrived though. We are all still working progress. People are praying for us. I know, hey, if, 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 if I know that my wife is praying for me and I know that I'm also praying for her. Lord, let her become, oh, Lord, let her become a this, oh. She's also praying, Lord, let my husband become a this, oh. Let my husband become a this, oh. We have not finished. Every day, because every day I surprise myself and I surprise her. And every day she surprises me and she surprises herself. I said, is this part of the package I married? Then she will say, is this part of the pastoral package? Hey! So what is going to take as a prayer? My little children, my husband, my wife, my beloved, my girlfriend, my boyfriend, my fiance, my fiancee, all the terms you can give, my honeybee, my only fish in my pond, put the person's name there, of whom I travel. Hey! Amen. You put the person's name that you begin to travel. 
Lord, in the name of Jesus, I travel. Let him become the king of the house. The way he's behaving, I'm even surprised, oh Lord. Let him become the king of the house. Lord, let my wife become the queen of the house. Lord, let our children be this. Travel. You travel in them in birth. Until when? Until Christ. Until So until you have seen Christ being formed in them. Don't stop praying it. Don't stop praying it. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. God wants us to be productive. Now, the second thing, I will talk about it on Sunday. Because I got a second and a third one. The second one is physical or professional productivity. And then the third one, the third one is kingdom promotion. These are the three areas. And I'll be talking about it on Sunday. These are the three areas of service that the Lord wants us to serve. You serve spiritually, which I have spoken about today in prayers, going for souls, repentance, the works of righteousness, anything that has to do with the advancement of your spiritual life. You bear fruit in it. Because Paul said that we are the epistles that he has written. You are the only Bible somebody may be reading. So you got to write it well. And then, I have also spoken about kingdom, advancement, prayers, which is the third dimension of spiritual productivity. So on Sunday, I'll be talking about physical or professional productivity. How you use your professional blessing that the Lord has given you to advance his kingdom. And then I will wrap up on Sunday talking about kingdom promotion. How you promote the kingdom. How you advance the kingdom with your resources. Hallelujah. Da, 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 da. Yeshu, uh, ah, ah. Can you close your eyes? Ah, 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 ah. Yeshu, ah, Yeshu. Beloved is my beloved is the most beautiful among thousands and thousands. My beloved is the most beautiful among thousands. For me for one minute. Oh, 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 oh
the mighty name of Jesus tonight Lord we make a choice we make a choice to serve you spiritually to serve you spiritually from the bearing fruit or from the platform of bearing the fruit of true repentance from the platform of soul winning from the platform of kingdom advancement prayers Lord in the name of Jesus may our passion may our heart may everything of ours everything of ours be you first before any other thing be you first before the marketplace be in the vineyard before the marketplace Lord 
sometimes when we don't become profitable before you even in the vineyard, even in the marketplace we will be idle we will be irrelevant our relevance and our value system is in how profitable we become unto you bless us O lord help us O lord can you lift up your voice 30 seconds and pray make a commitment to the lord the lord i'll go after souls the lord i'll pray kingdom advancement prayers lift up your voice and pray keep it up keep it up keep it up keep it up Keep it up, keep it up, Atolabaya. Lift up your prayer. Maseke de Baya Tobaha. Matalabaya Kebranda Sandana Baye Kabade. Yebada. You ain't you ain't Somebody celebrate the Lord. 
Come on, do it for the Lord. Clap unto the Lord. Shout unto the Lord. Glorify the King of Kings. Glorify the Lord of Lords. Glorify His name. Glorify His name. Glorify His name. Glorify His name. Celebrate him. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Pray for one minute for the church. Pray one minute, just one minute for the church. Pray for somebody that needs salvation. Somebody that needs healing. Somebody must be established in the Lord. Somebody must be perfected in the Lord. Some child somewhere. Some husband somewhere. Some wife somewhere. Some auntie somewhere. Some cousin somewhere. Some relative somewhere.
Jesus Christ. Jesus, after kingdom advancement prayers, with my hand lifted up, any desire, any expectation, any supplication, any request that anybody brought here, nobody is going without an answer. Nobody online will be without an answer. Nobody here will go without an answer. Somebody begin to celebrate your answer. Begin to clap one to the Lord. Begin to celebrate your answer. Healing is here. Deliverance is here. Empowerment is here. That breakthrough is here. That child is here. That visitation is here. That job is here. That document is here. That money is here. It is here. It is here. That business is here. That overflow is here. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Take it in Jesus' name. Take it in Jesus' name. Take it in Jesus' name. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Thank you, Lord, for this awesome encounter and this awesome experience. Our hearts are filled. Our souls are filled. We are so full. We are so full. We are so full. Lord, we are grateful for this encounter and visitation in the blessed and mighty name of Jesus. Somebody shout me a believing amen. Celebrate the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. Take your seat for me in heavenly places. <laughs> Two quick things. I got to stop these people. They will not let us close. You are staring something please. <laughs> Hallelujah. Two quick things. If you are here, you are not born again, I want to pray with you. Or you are online. You don't have a relationship with Jesus. Can I pray with you? Your hand lifted up. Alright, for the sake of those online whose hands we will not be able to see, can we all pray this prayer? Say, dear Lord Jesus. But do something at the background for me. Small. Say, dear Lord Jesus. Thank you for an awesome visitation. Now, if you are praying this prayer with me, say, Dear Lord Jesus, tonight, with my heart, I believe you came to die to save me. With my mouth, I confess that Jesus is Lord over my life. I am born again. Hallelujah. Now, if you have prayed that prayer, I want you, if you are online, I want you to find a Bible-believing church. If you are not far from Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee, even if you are far, you can drive here because people drive two hours for service every Sunday. I want you to join us and your life 
never be the same. Hallelujah. Yeah, God richly bless you for joining us online and in-house. We now want to take our offering, our seed. One way of serving the Lord, I'll talk about it on Sunday, is with our giving. Anytime you are giving, give with joy. Let be glad that the Lord has considered you and I partners with our resources. Hallelujah. I wish you not miss Sunday. There are very deep things that the Lord revealed to me the whole of this day. I've, I was like, wow. I want to share with you. Hallelujah. Yeah, I want you to join us Sunday. And then please remember, 25th of this month is our night of supernatural encounter. And the theme, listen to the theme that the Lord gave me. He said, the name of Jesus. That is the theme. And remember, when we mention the name, something happens. The name of Jesus. That is our theme. Hallelujah. All right. Please lift it up. Your tithe, your offering. Serve God with your money. He gave it to you. Man of God, can you quickly give me Chronicles 29, 14? I want to use it for us as we are giving. He says that and then we'll put back the giving portal. But who am I? Please look at it. And what is my people that we should be able to offer so willingly after this sort? For all things come of you. Did you see that? He said, for all things come of you. And of your own have we given to you. So anytime we are given, it's part of what he has blessed us with. Lift it up. Father, we thank you. The giving portal will be on the line. Jesus mighty name. Bless it. The seed is blessed. The ground is blessed. The harvest is guaranteed. Please drop it in with joy. And let's take our communion quickly. With the speed of lightning. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. As we are taking the communion, Father, I pray for anyone that is sick, in-house or online. Father, this sickness will not cross today. This sickness will not cross today. In the blessed and mighty name of Jesus, we terminate every appointment with sickness and we decree and declare that your people are healed. And on that note, we receive the bread with thanksgiving. Bible said that after all, Jesus broke it when he had given thanks and he said, it is my body. I want you to raise it, bless it. It's already blessed. I want you to break it. And then he lifted up the cup and blessed it and said, it is my blood. Father, as we eat the body and drink the blood, perfect that which concerns us in Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Please eat the communion. The Lord keep you. The Lord empower you. The Lord strengthen you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. I will meet you on the prayer line at 3 a.m. And when you come on and we are praying, we are praying kingdom advancement prayers. Amen. The Lord bless you. Let's share the grace of God together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. First time is. Today is your first time. May I see your hand up? Sir, what? Can we welcome this powerful brother? Can I shake hands with you? My goodness. Let me shake hands with you. Is it okay? Let me shake. Oh, 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 Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee. Hallelujah. So, uh, we want to see your face. What's your name? Richard. Richard. 
and invited by uh, Eunice. Okay, Eunice is busy working around. That's your sister-in-law. Wow. Let's celebrate, Brother Richard. Invited by Sister Eunice. God bless you. After service, I'll meet you, okay? Yeah, uh, Minister, just for myself, we'll meet you. Let's take our prophetic declaration. With long life, full of prosperity and sound health, shall you satisfy me and my household all the days of our lives. Amen. God bless you, online members. The Lord favor you. The Lord increase you. The Lord advance you. I love you all. There is nothing you can do about it. I see you Sunday. First service, 8 a.m. Second service, 10 a.m. I love you. Bye-bye. We didn't share the grace. Oh, my goodness. I thought we had. Ladies and gentlemen, let's share the grace of God together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. This of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Now, our prophetic declaration. With long life, full of prosperity and sound health, shall you satisfy me and my household all the days of our lives. Amen.